This is Masters Cast, the first He-Man and She-Ra podcast, episode number 14 for Sunday, April 16th, 2006. This episode of Masters Cast is brought to you by Plundar, the evil rabbit of power. Tuning in, I'm John Callis, also known as The Shadow. I'm Josh the Lion Court, also known as Lion Court. And I'm Katie Carty, also known as Rainbow Bright. Thank you for downloading us on this happy holiday for those who celebrate. Otherwise, just have a good weekend off. And eat lots of chocolate. Mmm, chocolate. Better than mocklet. Yes. Anyone get that reference? No. I got it. It's a friend's reference. Yes. <laughs> Mocklet. Oh, that Monica. She's funny. Okay. <laughs> In today's episode. Dun, dun, dun. Well, everyone, today's episode is great because do you know why it's great? Even though we have not yet been told uh, the five episodes of She-Ra that will be on the Best of DVD. Stone in the Sword. Flowers for Wardak. <laughs> the Seahawk. <laughs> yeah. Well, we, do, <laughs> we do have some awesome news. Guess what's coming up, folks? Summer convention season. Are you happy? Are you excited? Totally. I'm, of course, referring to the San Diego International Comic Con, which is in July, and Wizard World Chicago, that is in August. And our good friends, the Four Horsemen, have offered us some juicy exclusives for He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. First up, Classic Colors, Evil Lynn, Staction. I was hesitating because Staction is not the official word. What is yes, it? Mini, mini statue. statue. Mini statue. This is our badass chick, Evil Lynn. Um, in classic colors, that means she's colored like the old toy, yellowish skin, blue outfit. She has her staff, and she has this cool little energy blast coming out of her hand. And a crystal thing around her neck. Oh, yes, that's the Shard of Darkness. Yeah. From the comic book series. Opinions? Josh. Josh has a very <laughs> strong one, so go ahead. Well... First off, I'm I love Evil Lynn. I'm glad that we're getting uh, this staction. Um, the blue outfit doesn't even bother me. Wait, could I've you just start never again? Been... Start again. My computer just beeped, and it like will sound horrible. All right, thank you. I have no idea what I'm going to say. <laughs> Talking about okay, our colors, Evil Lynn. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm really happy that we're getting the Evil Lynn. Staction. I love that character. Um, I'm glad that we're getting one that's not just a uh, Tila redeco for half of it. The um, and I don't mind the blue costume that she's wearing that harkens back to the original. I've never been a fan of the yellow skin, and I really wish we could have avoided that. She didn't have yellow skin in the new cartoon, on the new toy, or even on the old cartoon. We don't need the yellow skin. No yellow skin, please. But oh well. 
But well, otherwise, very, very happy it, and it, uh, can't wait to get this one. But the yellow skin really complements the blue attire. <laughs> I, you it's know, all about fashion, I see. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> It's not the, a bright. It's not as bright as yellow. Clearly, this as is the clearly ultimate. supposed to be part of the new masters. Yeah, she's got the shard of darkness, which is from a new masters story. Yes, the yellow skin just doesn't make. Any yes, sort but of if you're going to do classic colors, I mean, you can't do classic colors filmation because Mike Young Productions used the filmation colors in there. So if you're going to do a classic colors. You know, throw back to the old toy line. Of course, she's going to have the blue costume and the the yellowish skin, and it makes sense to make the classic colors version a exclusive. Yeah, I suppose. Exclusive. I I do hope that we will eventually get a version uh, of Evelyn in staction form that is uh, the the current colors, the correct colors. Oh, the current is the correct. I see. <laughs> well, that's it. In the next revamp, we're going to make actually, sure she has know, a blue it, costume it, and yellow more, skin. One more quick thing, too. The the um, fact that she has the Shard of Darkness, I would imagine that the Shard of Darkness is probably part of the exclusiveness of her if they uh, release her again to the mainstream. I would imagine it would be without the Shard of Darkness. So that kind of uh, gives us some more uh, hope that we may get a regular version as well. Hmm. She could also come with the Ram Stone. That was mentioned to me uh, last night. That would be nice. Since she did use that frequently in the... I, I actually it. would have much rather seen her come with Screech. Well, but, yes, but now Screech wasn't used. Screech wasn't but, in the new two. But we, we I still would like, but I mean, I'd like to have Screech, yeah. I love Screech, so... From Say by the Bell... Right, that's no. what I keep thinking of when you're saying this, even though I know that's not what you're talking about. Remember that about. episode when he invented that cream to make acne go away and it just backfired? <laughs> oh, we'd love that screech. I think she looks really cool. It's like Shadow said, it's not really bright yellow. It's more of an olive kind of... Yeah, it's kind of muted. Yeah. Yeah, it's not so like the old that, toy. Maybe it's not quite as bad as what I'm like envisioning. The, the old toy, I, I'm looking at it right now, that's pretty bright yellow. Yeah, and that's what I'm envisioning. This this one's more muted. Well, because the whole, really, the whole Four Horsemen color schemes have been kind of muted. They're not, like, um, bright colors. Which is a good thing, in my opinion, so. Yeah, if you say so. (laughs) I love her outfit, though. Those boots. Wicked. Were they made for (laughs) walking? One of these days, these boots are going to walk all over (laughs) <laughs> anyway, now there now, is let, moving on to the second exclusive. There is another exclusive. Oh my God, we're getting two, two of them from the Four Horsemen. What a lovely Easter present to put put in our <laughs> baskets. Okay, the second exclusive is a set of three micro bus. These are the little, little tiny, tiny, tiny bus that are like chess pieces. People. They stand about four or five inches tall. Yeah, very tiny. We're getting Mechanic, Tila, and Man at Arms. These will be available in a set of three. So don't go in there saying, I only want Tila. Too bad. <laughs> that, too bad. It It'd be nice to get one bad. of too bad. but Too var and bad draw. But I, yeah, actually, I'm quite, um, quite excited about these. I've got the other six and absolutely loved these little busts. And we haven't gotten any new ones for quite some time, so I was uh, a little bummed out about that. But 
really glad to see that we're going to be able to get at least uh, a few more of these, and hopefully we'll get uh, another set for next year's convention. That would be nice. And who would you want in the second set, just out of – or in the next set if they did one? Well, we've already seen pictures of Trapjaw and Buzz Off and uh, Keldor. So I would imagine probably those three. I think we've seen one other one, but I can't recall who it was now. But uh, probably – you know, they, I would imagine they would stick with what they've already designed. So I would that's like fine that Keldor me. one. So, I want a Keldor Kel- Staction. That would yeah. be sweet. Or a bus. Yeah, it would be cool. I'm, or I'm, something. Trapjaw is actually kind of my big thing because he was always one of my favorite Masters villains. So. I, I really have a hard time picking my favorite Masters villain. Well, I didn't say he was my favorite. I said he was one of. Who could my favorite be? <laughs> but that's not Masters person. I don't know who he... <laughs> it still counts, Missy. I suppose. Because many, uh, yeah, uh, wait, no, hold on. <laughs> Not many. Well, years he did ago. appear in some masters. So. Well, you know, the Horde intended to conquer Eternia, but they were no match for your father's brave soldiers and the magic of <laughs> Castle Grayskull. Hordak hatched a vile plot. He knew it was yes, both destined yes, yes. for something special, but he did not know exactly what. Do you know I have yes, that? Yes, old okay. teacher. <laughs> Do you know I have that on my phone as a ringtone? What? <laughs> yes. That's I wonder if awesome. you can hear this if I hold it up to the microphone. Do it. Do it. Twins were born to Ragnar, King of Eternia, and his queen, Malena. Those babies were you, Adam, and Ragnar, parents, my real parents, to have two such fine children. Isn't that a great ringtone to have? Yeah. That is one long ass ringtone, is what it is. Yeah, awesome. I mean it's almost as long it as with the name of the greatest villain ever. <laughs> oh, I got more, but I won't go into all of them now. <laughs> wow, that's good stuff. It is. It's I have an opinion though. Oh, on these busts. <gasps> dun dun dun. Well, only one of them. Okay. What's with man-at-arms looking like he's got a tumor growing out of his shoulder? That thing is huge. That thing. Oh, his... uh What's that thing? It's his, like, um, shoulder pad armor or something. But it's huge. It, it's... it's funny because it makes you think that the bust would tip over and fall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It looks all misproportionate. Or something, but I guess that's how he is in the new show. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but I can see your point. Like, if he had the rest of his body to balance it out, mm-hmm. maybe it wouldn't look so odd. But since it's just the upper half, <laughs> it just, I don't know. You know, but we've, the rest we've, of them look cool. 
of the of the heroes so far. We've gotten He Man, Stratos, and Orko. I don't think they could have picked three better heroes to be in the next hero set. I'm really happy with the, the choices on this one. Yeah, I like the characters they chose, definitely. Well, I could have done without Tila. <laughs> I, love I, I love the the new Tila, so I'm. I'm Why? Because it's uh, that time of the month for her in every episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry, that was wrong. I apologize to all our female listeners <laughs> and our female host. Apology accepted. Ah, you know. This Tila bust actually reminds me of one of our lovely board member, female board members. Her face, totally. Maybe it's just me. Look at her and see if she reminds you of anybody. And I'm not talking about myself. Um, I don't know. I look at it and I see Tila. <laughs> I don't, maybe it's the eyes. Something reminds me of Leanne. I don't know why. Uh, hmm. Let me look at a picture of Leanne here. Uh, just because I have the our He-Man.org group picture from... <laughs> He's not stalking um, you, Leanne. From Chicago <laughs> here on the desk. Let's see. Uh, I guess like maybe I could see it a little bit. Something. I'm going to have to look at some another picture of her to compare, but I think it's the eyes. I don't know. The eyes. The eyes. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. But yeah, that's cool, Tila. Statue. She's looking all see look she looks pretty uh pissed off in micro bust form as well. <laughs> Doesn't she? Look at that. Yeah, she does look kind of pissed. She's pissed. <laughs> and is Mechanic's neck extended? Yes. It of is. course it is. How dare you suggest that it would not be? <laughs> Mechanic is cool. Uh, I know a lot of people are like, oh, how stupid is that? He can extend its neck. I don't know. I always liked Mechanic. Yeah, the Mechanic's always been one of my. Wouldn't that be awesome if you were like standing somewhere and you can just like pop your neck up like that and you could like see over a house and like spy on people? (laughs) I mean, seriously. It's better than not having an extending neck. My, my, uh, my, uh, like, uh, my liking toward, uh, Mechanic is why I was never a big fan of Extender. He's okay. But uh, to me, the fact that, you know, his gimmick was obviously derived from Mechanic, and it sort of cheapened Mechanic's character, and I never uh, was too pleased about that. What was that? You're cheap? You don't want to buy me a meal? (laughs) (laughs) Extender, I did like him. I had him as a child. I guess I never really compared... Because he can do, like, I always would make that noise. Like, if I was extending him, I'd go, like, you know, like, you know, like, but I wouldn't do that with Mechanic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Mechanic, he had a particular sound to him on the cartoon when he extended his neck on the original. Yeah, it was like a crank, like. Right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Not a. But I do like the extender uh, figure. Actually, I'm looking forward to eventually getting him in action form. I think he I, could yeah, be that's one thing. A lot a of people cool are like, Staction. "Oh, Staction suck because you know people like Extendor, who is just like a gimmick character. You lose that. 
But still, is he still a character and you see him and you look at him and it's cool? Yeah. I don't know how many times you're going to sit there and extend his leg, put his leg back. <laughs> extend his leg, put his leg back. <laughs> Not to be rude or anything. Just, you know, have him in section form fully extended. Yeah. <laughs> I have so to speak. extending power. <laughs> right. Wow. So I'm happy. I would have preferred Queen Marlena exclusive, but to go with the King Randor. But I'll live with Classic Colors Evelyn, since I have the Classic Colors Evelyn bust. I'm very happy with the uh, with the the exclusives we're getting this year. I think the only um, I don't know. I still I would really like to see a Skeletor staction. Well, I think eventually we should get um, Skeletor and He-Man. How about battle armor Skeletor and battle armor? No. No. <laughs> yes, yes. No. We've got those in battle sound form. And no. They, you know, they I great want them with, with so. the slash across their chest. Slash. <laughs> battle no. armor. We've got enough. Stupid variations of Ooh, Terra Claw Skeletor. Skeletor. I liked him too. <laughs> I just want the regular <laughs> He-Man and regular Skeletor. I don't need. I'm any. going to scratch you up. We've got enough stupid <laughs> costumes. See, this is the thing. The only reason the original variations of the two main characters worked back in the 1980s was because they had incredibly cool gimmicks. Action features, whatever you want to call them. The battle armor had the slash. The thunder punch had the 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 uh, the sound it made. When My you mighty thunder punch. Yeah, you had all of these cool things that they did. the The new line one one of the areas that they suffered in was that the the uh, various different costumes they wanted to put the characters in were essentially just costumes that didn't ever change the functionality of the character very much didn't give us any new gimmicks really um and when the one or two times that they did the gimmicks were pretty lame like how about the, superhuman samurai he-man yeah like the samurai he-man exactly. it had a gimmick Who, that you know that his chest yeah his piece chest piece shot. flies off of his armor and hits you in the face that is a great gimmick uh-huh superhuman <laughs> the, um, samurai he-man the uh the, the martial arts he-man although that was a, a fairly cool costume the um, uh, the gimmick they tried to give it where he like spins the weapon with his wrist just didn't come off very well, and in staction form, as much as I love the stactions, we don't we don't have any gimmicks, and that is fine if you've got a character, even if that character is gimmick driven, but you can't just make stactions of He-Man and Skeletor in different costumes. Well, it's not yes, you work can for the because the like, reason that it didn't work for the toys. No, because a these are the classic variants, and people love them. Unlike the new ones, we've already got a, cl- a classic version of the battle armors. No, no, no. Battle sound is not battle armor. It's not the same. They look the same. Nope. It's the same. Nope. General no, no, look. no, no. Well, then I still want <laughs> Dragon Blaster Skeletor and Terror Claws Skeletor. And, and anyway, those worked Hurricane because of the Hordak. feature, not because of the costume they were wearing. <laughs> Hurricane Hordak. Well, then, whatever. I want Hurricane Hordak. 
I you just want any Hordak. I want Hordak with the, um, you know, where his arm is a blaster. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. I, I want, here's cool. what we can get. Next exclusive, if ever, anyone's listening. I need Hordak in filmation colors. That means he has blue skin. And give him that, um, you know, the blaster arm and a little red cape. Yes. Little tiny red cape, like the figure he's doing. <laughs> and hopefully, this action would stand up a lot better than the original figure. Yeah. Or are you against blue skinned Hordak, Lion Court? Uh, I just don't care. There's so many other things that I am much more anxious <laughs> to get. We've got a Hordak. I'm happy with the Hordak we got. In fact, I love the Hordak section that we got. We've got a Hordak bust as well. We don't need we don't need Hurricane Hordak or Blue Skin Hordak, and this is going to be all the oh, same things. Oh, that you know what we could get? We could get Horde Trooper Hordak because in Secret of the Sword, you know, his first costume is like Horde Trooper looking. This is not the classic line. This is two thousand X. Yeah, but this is. Their, their is not... license is to – they have to revamp classic things. Right, or use Mike Young Productions, yeah. and that's fine. We're not talking about – I want them to revamp – I want them to revamp characters that we've never seen before like Extender or uh, I don't know, any any pick one that hasn't been done yet. Rio the, Blast. About, Rio Blast is about the only one I really just don't want. But They should do the one worse. We need Swift Wind. Yeah, but they can't because that's She-Ra. Yeah. Um, they could Stridor. do Stridor and Night Stalker, though. That would be cool. I like Stridor. He was kick-ass. But I don't, I don't want to see – here's <gasps> He-Man in a different hey, costume. Hey, Mantisaur. I want Mantisaur. <laughs> and Monstroid and – are there any other horror-related vehicles? I would much, <laughs> much rather have the, the characters from the Mike Young show before – uh, things like Monstroid or Mantisaur that I just don't. How about really Count Marzo? I want Count Marzo. Count Marzo, yay or nay? Yes. Okay. Count Marzo would be great. Okay. King Grayskull would be great. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just threw up a little in my mouth right there. <laughs> Did we Battle do a show yet where I get to great. debate King Grayskull? No, because we no. didn't do our Mike Young production show yet. Oh, wait till we have that show, folks. It's going to be Yeah, a there's blast. been a little hold up on Shadow's End. Yeah. We'll, we'll get that show to you soon. We will. We promise. Um, but uh, just as a sidebar, King Grayskull, please. Please. Go away. Please. See, I, I, the problem is is that there are there are two different – mythos going on here. We've got the classic mythos and we've got the new mythos and the classic being the superior mythos. Well, yeah, the classic in story Classic line. filmation mythos. Right. Is that well, is that what you when we refer to the primarily, classic, yeah, yeah, I mean personally I tend to incorporate bits and pieces from other things. True, but we never want to incorporate well. such idiotic things as such as uh, He-Man touching a leaf and being transported to Ethereum right. that only has the fright zone on it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That that does not work. Yeah, that doesn't work. Um, clearly though, uh, things like the Castle Grayskull storybook 
fits beautifully with filmation. But in any case, when when we say classic mythos, we generally are speaking of filmation. About the cartoon and, yeah, and connecting bits and pieces of other things with it. The the new mythos was different. Um, I enjoyed it tremendously. I don't – I didn't – there were certain things I didn't like about it. I didn't like about the fact that the uh, Council of Elders was contemporary and things like this. But the – the point being is that I'm okay with separating the two. And I, I'm not a fan of, you know, people who say, you know, here we are in midstream. Now let's forget about all of this new mythos that's been built and let's just go back and pretend that the new never happened. And I don't really like doing that, which which is why I'm, I'm uh, much more interested in getting things that are connected with the new uh, mythos than I would be some obscure, you know, monstroid. I didn't even know monstroid existed in toy form until about five years ago. Well, that's just because so, you weren't a very big Masters Universe fan when you were I a little boy. I was a huge boy. Masters fan, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> but uh, yes, but uh, you just weren't into the Horde scene, man. You I love the Horde. I had one of the cool the, the kids. Poster. I think I had almost all of the Horde figures. I had the Fright Zone. You I weren't had the in the cool kid pig. group on the playground. You didn't have Monstroid. <laughs> oh. And anyway, I mean, when I finally did get a Monstroid and saw it, it. It's a lame toy. Well, it spins. It's like a preschooler's toy. No. You wind it up you and got it master rocks power. back and forth. Power. Some guys got it. Some guys don't. You don't have it. I do. Oh. So. Master power. But regardless. Power. I, uh, some guys got it. Some guys I'm don't. Perfectly, He-Man's got I'm, the castle. I'm perfectly okay with yeah. King Grayskull. Skeletor, I like the fact. I'm perfectly okay Sorry. with King Grayskull. I like the fact that he fits in well with the new mythos. Yeah, of course he fits and in. He needs he's a generic He Man ripoff. Not rip-off. to be compared to the old mythos whatsoever. Generic He Man ripoff. <laughs> Seriously, why do we want something that lessens the importance of He Man? Then people say, well, She Ra lessened the importance of He Man. Now there's like twins. No, but She Ra is different. She don't look like He Man. And Hero doesn't look like He-Man either. They have unique looks, whereas King Grayskull looks like He-Man. That is my issue. King Grayskull was the forerunner. He was the one Exactly, and there shouldn't have been a forerunner. It should be He-Man. This is just like saying, okay, Bruce Wayne wasn't the first Batman, everyone. Who? There was someone before. You're talking about hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. I don't care. I don't want someone that lessens the importance of He-Man, the look, the feel, the etc. And that's what King Grayskull does. No, well, I disagree. I don't see how you can not agree. <laughs> because seriously, I mean, seriously, that's just like, you know, that's like, okay, okay. Then we find out like, you know, thousands of years ago, someone else dressed up as Batman. Well, now we're like, well, oh, Bruce Wayne, he wasn't very inventive, now was he? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's you're how you're talking I feel. about. It's a, see, like for example, for example, for it, with example. with the Batman thing that you're using. Let's say for generations, the the duty of being Batman has been passed down from father to son until the modern Bruce Wayne incarnation. Yeah, I, would I wouldn't like that. that. No, no, because I would be Bruce Wayne is supposed to be the first Batman. 
Okay, He Man is obviously He Man was never supposed to be the first protector of Eternia. That was never the case in any mythos. No, I'm fine with that, but I'm just saying he should be the first He Man, and he's not because King Grayskull looks exactly like He Man. Costume, okay, yeah, that big furry cape, and he was a little taller or whatever. He even had the same freaking battle cat. That was huge, but still. And and I'm sorry, but that is so lame because, oh, then Adam just happens to have Cringer who looks like King Grayskull's battle cat or whatever. Hmm. Yeah. Seriously, we lost Josh, folks. If you heard that little peep, I think he hung up on us. He's, <laughs> he's angry. I don't know what he did. <laughs> He couldn't take it anymore. He couldn't take it anymore. So what I will do is I will try to reconnect him. Oh, no, he's <laughs> offline. Folks, I believe <laughs> I believe Josh has just shunned us. <laughs> no, he probably lost his internet uh, connection. Yeah. Because now he's back say. and he's probably going to be pissed off. But it's not, <laughs> it's not my fault. But we will add him back in here to our little conference and we'll see what happens. I can for doing it. It's ringing, folks. The suspense is killing us. Is Josh back? What the bloody <laughs> hell happened there? Um, yeah. We thought you were pissed at us, mate. Yeah, we thought you hung up on us because I... <laughs> uh-huh. So, basically, you didn't want to hear what I have to say. <laughs> no, I didn't hang up on you. It made the little noise that you hung up on us. That's what it made over here as well. The no- <laughs> it made the noise that you hung up on me. Well, I would never hang up on you. You are All a right. valuable part of this podcasting trio, right. the triumphant trio. Anyway, okay. You have to go with the whole thing that Masters is based on, that it was predestined that Adam would inherit the power. Yeah. Exactly. Adam, not King Grayskull. (laughs) Oh, and how lame is that? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, that is so lame. Oh, King Grayskull goes through all those perils, much like Adora does, in the awesome episode, The Stone in the Sword. Now, King Grayskull goes through all these perils, right? He gets to the Oracle, and the Oracle's like, here's your sword. Grayskull, the power is in you. Big whoopity-doo. That is so lame. Lame. Oh my gosh, I'm King Grayskull. I had no idea I had this power inside me. Lame. Lame. Well, Larry DeTilio should have wrote that episode. I do. I did prefer in the I'm classic. I'm talking to you, Dean Stefan. Sorry. I preferred in the classic the fact that the power of Grayskull had come from the elders and that the Hall of Wisdom had been transformed into the Castle Grayskull. Yeah. That was a better concept. Yeah. But Lion Court, the I have no problems you. with the new mythos. They, they just had need to harness already, it. They had already wrecked the possibilities of doing that from the get-go. They wanted to make the Council of Elders a contemporary body. So uh, having to come up with another storyline for why Grayskull was a powerful place in, the fir- in, in, in its own right. Hero. Um, I don't have a problem with the Should have used Hero. Grayskull. Concept. Why create someone new when we have someone else? That Mattel we clearly, see? Mattel clearly does not want to use the hero concept. They developed it. They never released the toys. They won't let the Four Horsemen revamp those characters. 
it's clear that Mattel does not want anything to do with that Well, concept. I don't care what And to me, that's Mattel fine because wants. that concept never was officially part of the classic mythos. Yes, it was. No, nah, not official. Uh, yeah, official licensing guides for Hero has the story, man. Hero never appears except as a shadowy figure in one mini-comic. And we're assuming um, that's true. And his toy is on the toys, the power of Grayskull on the it back. Never created. Whatever. It was never produced. Whatever. I, I am not going to argue Hero's existence with you until a later date when we have the Let's Argue Hero's Existence episode. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why we should need to shut up about King Grayskull because I'm going to lose all my fun little antidotes I have about him. And I need to use those on the Mike Young Productions <laughs> episode, uh, episode right. of Masters Cast that will, all right, all right, that will be right. featured in a few weeks, months, years, someday down the line <laughs> when I get the courage to rewatch the episodes. Actually, I was watching them on Boomerang. It's yeah. just not the same. You lose the excitement, you know? Part of the love was that excitement. Like, yeah, new episode of He-Man. See, I, I loved them, so... Well, I love some of them. Some of them could have been better. And Well, yeah, there was there were a handful that I... I like that, uh, to remember. walk with dragons. And of, of, of men and machine, or of machine and men. Yeah, oh. yeah that one oh. was by far the worst. Oh, Michael Halperian, whatever his name is, he should not be writing television episodes. <laughs> and I say this with the utmost respect that you wrote the original series Bible, my friend. Lay off the cartoon episodes for now. Yeah, the, but then the, again, uh, you have to wonder. I mean, I I mean there was... were a lot of restrictions probably placed on the writers, so they might not have been able to flesh out what they really wanted. Right. You know, Dean Stefan made it might have chopped up that script when he story edited it. <laughs> okay. One thing we need to cover is the opinion on exclusives in the Masters of the Universe toy lines, etc. A lot of people think exclusives are good. A lot of people think exclusives are horrible and they are just meant to torture fans. They have to go buy Evelyn on eBay for 200 bucks. Opinions. Hmm. I don't know. I don't really collect them, so I can't really say one way or the other. Well, I've been very fortunate for the most part as far as the exclusives go. I've gotten all of them so far and I plan to continue to have them all. Um, but, yeah, I, exclusives are a part of the toy industry, part of toy collecting, the adult market. I don't really see a, uh, a problem with it. Um, and, in fact, you know, they, people complain about these inflated prices on eBay. People are willing to pay that. And, in, generally speaking, for most people, it's much cheaper to pay the outrageous price on eBay than it is to go to the convention yourself to get it. I go to the conventions because I enjoy them for other things other than Masters as well. And that's just sort of an added bonus. But the uh, the exclusives they they help bring attention to the line they they help promote it I, I don't have an issue with them even if I couldn't get to the cons um, I would find a way to obtain them one way or another and uh, that would be fine so I agree for one thing when you go to these types of conventions they need a draw a why do you want to come to to the convention 
exclusives, special presentations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. And then, you know, the He-Man exclusives, they're so popular. They are popular. Why? Kick-ass, cool-looking, right? Am I right? Yes. That's where you're all supposed to be like, you're right. (laughs) Boy, we can tell it's early in the morning. Okay. Yeah, they are. It's early in the morning. (laughs) I've only had one and a half cups of coffee. Okay, now, okay, besides being kick-ass, cool, lots of people want them. They're in high demand. And I'm serious. It does bring attention to the line. When people are like, look at how many She-Ra's are being sold. Look at how many, you know, how fast those King Randors are going. We have to now, you know, do a trivia contest to see who gets to buy them. That shows you something. That shows popularity for the for the brand. And that's something Masters of the Universe desperately needs. True. I mean. And I don't, you know, I don't think that Masters is lacking in popularity. I think that uh, I think that if if anything the the sale of the classic cartoon on DVD has shown that Masters has a tremendously huge fan base far beyond what we know on heman.org and the other fan communities. The uh, the new line was just marketed badly and uh fortunately the the four horsemen have not suffered quite so much from that uh that those uh, issues that had come up with these stactions and things. And like you said, exclusives, if you have to buy it on eBay, usually they start off pretty expensive. Then the price goes down a little. But if you're looking at going to a convention, you add in... Sure, if you buy Evil Lynn, say, on eBay, you're not going to get the experience of being in San Diego at the convention. You're not going to get the experience of being in Chicago Wizard World. But meeting the four horsemen, you will get this thing cheaper because overall, to get to one of these places, you're going to have to do plane tickets, hotel room, food, and other partying fun. So, and admission into the con, admission into the con, (laughs) exactly. I'm so oblivious that there was actually a convention. What are you talking about? Yep. Um, but so that and it gets pretty pricey, and not everyone can afford that. But <laughs> if you you know really want Evil Lynn and you want to pay a hundred dollars for her on eBay, you've actually saved a lot of money, a lot of money. Because remember, even with with the lottery systems of the conventions, some people that actually go don't even get the exclusive. So, be lucky that we do have things like eBay. I think it's a good thing. And the reason why people put them on eBay is because they know people will pay for them. If people knew how to properly bid on eBay, perhaps the prices wouldn't go so high. (laughs) But I'll leave that for my session at the local learning annex on how to properly bid on eBay. Please come see me. (laughs) We should do a, a podcast about all of the master's items we've bought on eBay at some point. Really? Do you know what I eBay just what I well items. I just got a He-Man item in the other day. The Bill Conti Masters of the Universe soundtrack on cassette. Cassette tape. There's a soundtrack? What? Now why didn't you wait yes. and get the CD? Because the CD up. was not on eBay. The cassette was. <laughs> Yeah, I see. But I would have waited until the CD. But I want. Around, I would still want anyway. both of them. That's two different items, my friend. 
That's why that's I still have the strange. that's why I have the VHS laserdisc and DVD of the movie itself. <laughs> wow. Even though my now laser disc player and, is long and buy all been the broken. foreign editions of the DVD as well. <laughs> no, although I did think about it cuz I think one of them has the VHS cover. Yeah, it does. Um, so I might actually pick that one up, yeah. That's uh, the Holland edition, as I recall. Holland, oh. Wait, is that where they had wooden shoes? <laughs> yeah. yeah the well, I remember doing a play. We did a, like a little uh, around-the-world play in preschool. And I remember <laughs> a, a girl had to show off wooden shoes. I couldn't Those remember. Those always looked so uncomfortable. Well, I don't know. It'd be good if you had to walk over, like, rocky land. Maybe. <laughs> Rock on and Stonedar. Land yes, we need those in Staction form. Bring oh, I'm, those on. I'm glad please, you agree. Quickly, soon, now. I, I, dude, I'm totally on game for that. I loved freaking Stonedar. Yes. Stonedar, Rock on. Both of them were awesome. And Rock on, man, he, he went to those concerts. He was like, Rock on. <laughs> Sorry, that was a poor joke. There was an 80s song called Rock On. Do you remember that song? No. That was uh, I remember a huge hanging tough. No, no, no. It was a huge hit right around the same time that those figures, maybe a year after those figures came out. Mm-hmm. And I could not hear the song without thinking of Masters. Hanging tough. Mm-hmm. 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 We're rough. Rough. I gotta get a copy of that song now. Michael, somebody or another, uh, recorded it. Michael Des Desmian, Damian. Oh, Michael! Michael yeah, yeah. He redid the "Saved by the Bell" theme song on the "Saved by the Bell" soundtrack. Why does "Saved by the Bell" keep coming up in this podcast? Because you mentioned (laughs) Screech. Yes, the cool one, not the stupid one from a stupid TV show. Do you know how popular that show is with people? I do, and I don't understand. Well, how old were you in, like, 1990-whatever? Twelve. Well, you were at prime well, age for Saved by the teens. Bell. Yeah, my sister watched it, so whatever, but I it's a stupid it. show. And and I was I probably young. It. Well, yeah, I was younger than you at the time, a few years, so. Yeah. No, no it was not stupid. It was. Do you remember when... And I like stupid. Oh, guys, do you like remember when Jesse was hooked on those caffeine pills? Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I love... I love stupid funny. Like, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Like... Well, that is stupid. Mel Brooks eh, films. But I would call it unfunny. Like Mel Brooks films, like Spaceballs and... and uh, See, I don't like that. Dead and loving it, and Robin Hood Men in Tights. The best love, thing Mel Brooks ever did was get smart, and he was hard, hardly involved in it. I love stupid funny. Saved by the Bell was just stupid. Period. <laughs> that but was it. It's there was a no teen funny. sitcom. It's not. It's not supposed to be like you know. If it's a sitcom, yes. com equals comedy equals funny, and it wasn't funny. <laughs> but it was funny. Screech, I don't know. Screech wasn't funny to me ever. No, I was all about Zach and Kelly. Oh, I know, Mr. Zach. And I wish people would call me Preppy. I wish that was my nickname. They'd be like, hey, Preppy, what's up? (laughs) And I'd be like, and then I'd be like, oh, I'll just get Jesse to call you a pig. And then remember how (laughs) Slater called Jesse Mama? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I forgot that. 
But see, that, those type of things, right, because you get emotionally attached to the characters, and it's great, like, you know, because Zach and Kelly eventually marry. I don't know. I've never gotten that, that show very much. Oh. I think it was targeted to younger people. Well, well, I liked it, and my friends liked it, and we were all the same age. <laughs> exactly. I'm just. And you would have been just Josh. a little bit younger than my sister, so you know, you all maybe you had to be that that age. Because when you wake up in the morning and the alarm gives out a warning, I don't think I'll ever make it. <laughs> that eight to time. ten age bracket. I don't know what I was watching around that time. Hmm. 1990, well, early 90s, I would have been watching Cafe Americana. I would have been watching Star Trek. I would have been watching... Blossom? Uh, I yeah. did watch Blossom. <laughs> That's true. I watched Blossom. Uh, oh, you Six liked really the, the remake, the remake uh, Katie, of uh, Dark Shadows, right? Yes! That, oh was, that would have been right around that time. Yeah. I really want to see the remake. I've seen the original Dark Shadows, some of them. Oh, but you I, must see the remake. I am a Barnabas Collins. I'm going to bite you. Ben Angelique. Cross. Ben Cross is just... Oh. And his I voice is great, to too. Blood. He's well, like eye candy, but he's, he also has a wonderful, wonderful voice for the parts. So well, yeah. guess what, guys? We are not in Bayside, nor are we in Collinwood. Collinwood. <laughs> we are in the two worlds of Eternia and Etheria. Thus, I think we better get back on topic or people are going to say, why did they download this? I didn't want to hear about Saved by the Bell and Dark Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like, those shows sucked, man. And Blossom, don't even get me started. Whoa. And I do know, I do know one other thing. I was watching in the fall of 1990. The new adventures of He-Man? Exactly. And boy, did that suck. So, I, yeah. He-Man, was summoned to the future by the last of mankind to help them. No, you weren't. I refuse to accept it. <laughs> you are not summoned to the future. You but, do not sound the way that but you But Skeletor sound. followed me here yes. in the future. I have found brave well, new... now I wish he would kill you because you <laughs> suck in this incarnation. Well, Skeletor is even worse. So right, and Skeletor turned into the mask. <laughs> Flog, I'll get you. <sighs> Time for you folks to meet the real Skeletor. <laughs> Someday, though, Timber! I will get. I will get a regular He-Man and Skeletor from the New Adventures toy line. Yet more examples of why Shadow's a bigger fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like I said in the last podcast. Hey, I just got a on... new New Adventures toy in. I got Optic <laughs> Mint on card. Oh, yes. I saw one of those on eBay for $3. <laughs> Shut up. I paid 12 uh, and it was well oh, worth it. Dog. It was well worth it. Your op- no, it was well worth it. It was it was in great condition. Optic is freaking cool. He's a cool character. He's a cool. He fat. is not as cool as Triclops. It was a much cooler version of the same concept. Well, you know what? And you know what? Triclops wasn't have- a mutant, now was he? No. no. Therefore, that's why he's not Thank there. Thank God. You know what? There's only one. One. I can say the character. The, the name of one character. There's, I can say the name of one character from the New Adventures that completely sums up the stupidity and idiocy of that line. Wait, 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 w
Okay, folks, I just hung up on Josh. <laughs> Rainbow Bright, are you still there? Hello. Hello, hello, hello. hello. There you are. Hello. Uh, uh, the stupid thing. Oh, well, well that's weird because well, well, I hung up on Josh because he was. I know exactly what he was going to say. That <laughs> <laughs> was going to sum up uh, the thing. So, everyone, I'm just going to give you this note. Please ignore whatever Josh says when I reconnect him to our <laughs> podcast. Please ignore what he says. The New Adventures of He-Man actually rocks, okay? You have to buy it on DVD. It is really, really cool, okay? And you should really check out Busta Tunes, um, his blog, because he has a lot of New Adventures posts in there. And you'll just see how kick-ass fun the New Adventures was. I believe the URL is bustatunes.blogspot.com. Check out that blog because Busta has been giving us some awesome New Adventures Photos, sound clips. It'll just show you how the new adventures of He-Man, if you take it for what it is, it is a good old fun time. <laughs> By the power of Eternia, I will now reconnect Josh. <laughs> Let's see. It's ringing. Ringing. Ringing, 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 ringing. What happened? I, every time I'm going to say something that you don't like... <laughs> That is just a coincidence. It is a coincidence. Her microphone went mute and you disappeared. I'm like, hello, hello. I was all because I was just saying. I was like, wait, wait, wait. I know exactly what character you're going to say. And that was Butthead. Exactly. What? There was a character named Butthead. Yes, just exactly like Ram Man, essentially. Oh, Same general wow. concept. <sighs> Where was Beavis? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so Beavis. <laughs> Beavis. <laughs> even even <laughs> the original Lion <laughs> Guard. Even the original <laughs> Masters. Oh, oh, look at that. <laughs> Sorry. Even the original Masters with the lamest characters that they ever came up with, like Stinkor. And don't Snout even, Spout. And don't even say Spike or Rio Blast weren't as bad as the new adventures. So I, He-Man, was summoned to the future by the last of mankind to defend them in their hour of need. And that hour was 65 half hours. <laughs> Actually, it was 65 22-minute segments. Yes, but in television lingo, we call those 22 or 65 half hours. Because it will fill a half hour time with commercials. Yes, in America. Yeah. The, Land uh, of the free. The thing is not though that you're a bigger fan. It's just that I, like I said in the last podcast, I've got a higher standard that I hold masters to. Just like with Star Trek, I am a huge Star Trek fan, but I despise the next generation because that does not. See, folks, the... this is your example as to why you should not listen to Lycourt because I bet <laughs> if we polled the listeners and we were like, what's the best Star Trek? I bet they'd say the next, next generation. generation. Even, and you know why? Even with Wesley Crusher running around. <laughs> and you know why they would say that? Because it was the first one. And as it got progressively into the it's other not the series. the first one. Well, no, it was the first of the new, the new series. Okay. That overlapped. No, but, but by your there was concept, 20 years between. Though, it should be that the Kirk ones are the best. But they're not. No. But <laughs> it's understandable that they're not uh, the most popular because it was 40 plus years. Well, it was 40 years ago that the series started. So the um, 
the with the next generation, more people saw that than saw Deep Space Nine, Voyager, or Enterprise, the three that followed it. So probably because the um, quality dropped and all. It didn't though, because I watched I I watched all four series. I saw most of the next generation while it was on the air, especially the first several years. I watched it just about every week until I couldn't take it anymore. I <laughs> saw Deep Space uh, Deep Space Nine consistently for I liked Odo. The first Four Is that how you pronounce years. it? Odo? Yeah, Odo, it Odo. yeah. I like Odo. Um, and enjoyed Deep Space Nine tremendously. It went downhill toward the end, but it had a good theme many song. series do that. Voyager was fantastic. <laughs> yes, Enterprise yes. was oh, good. Oh, please. Voyager and that 789 lady. Ugh. <laughs> seven of Be nine. Nice. I didn't like her. It's seven of nine. Yeah, she's unoriginal, just like Voyager. No, <laughs> there was a lot more to Voyager than just seven of nine. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I liked like, uh, the next a generation. Female captain. Because I liked Data and I liked uh, Jordy. He was cool. And Whoopi Goldberg, hilarious. The character, <laughs> most of the and, characters were bland and ooh. the storytelling was ooh, atrocious. And Beverly Crusher. Oh. And you had, you had absolute. New, I'm glad absolutely. I wasn't her kid because that wouldn't have worked. You, you had absolutely <laughs> no sense of continuity. In the next generation whatsoever. Uh, One week, Doherty gets brainwashed by the Romulans. They say, oh, it's going to take you years to recover from this. And then it's never mentioned again for the rest of the entire series. And Doherty is just fine. Do you know why? Because they couldn't flesh that out because of his reading rainbow commitments. (laughs) Oh, please. It could have been told in the stories he was filming. Anyway, we're off hey, topic again. He won like Emmys for that show, man. Don't be dissing the reading room. <laughs> Masters of the Universe is awesome. The new exclusives are awesome. And we are done for this week, I think. Well, how much <laughs> do they normally charge for these exclusives at the con? $20 for the staction, right? Yeah, 20 for the. That's well, that's how much bad. the Randor was. Actually, that's how much the uh, Shira and the Keldor were as well. So, yeah, it'll I don't probably know be 20. I thought it was more than that. That's cool. Rank. I wonder how much they'll Time to rank them. Time to rank them. Time to rank them. Rank what? The exclusive? Yes. All of them. I will now give you a list of what to choose from. (laughs) He-Man, full-size statue. Ugly San Diego repaint of He-Man. Which was only $15. With with defined muscles or whatever. And shiny shield. Keldor, She-Ra, King Randor staction, Evil Lynn staction. Go! And you missed the most important one. I said She-Ra. No. <laughs> Did I there give away one. my number one? There was one. Wait, what? Am, was, wait, don't tell me. I'm forgetting one. There was one that was far more important to you than the She-Ra figure. <gasps> you are right. Oh, my God. I know. God. Oh, my God. Slap What's me. Happening? Slap me and call me stupid. Stupid. Hordak bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm shocked that you. I rank them, please. Josh, go rank now. (laughs) Rank, rank them from sucky to best. Okay, well, I haven't obviously seen the evil in one since I can't look at the picture. You can exclude her. You can exclude her. Um, I would say number one, Keldor. Number two, Shira. Number three, the Hordak bust. Uh, no. Number three, yeah, number three, the Hordak best. Number four, Randor, but he's a close uh, close tie with the Hordak, I think. 
And uh, oh, damn! You know what? Though the He-Man statue, the big He-Man statue, would be actually to be number one. And then at the bottom would be the defined muscles thing because that was just lame. Yeah, ugly. Do you wish to rank, um, Katie, or do you not like them enough to rank? Sorry. No, I do like okay. them. I just don't have them all, so it's hard to compare. But from the pictures I remember seeing, I think my list would probably be about the same as Josh's. Okay. Time to shake things up a little. Since I did tell him to go from sucky to kick-ass, and he went from kick-ass to sucky, I will go from kick-ass to sucky. <laughs> number one, Hordak bus. Number two, She-Ra. Number three, full-size He-Man statue. Number four, Keldor. Mm, wait a minute. See, I don't know how you can put the He-Man statue. Ooh, that number four. Mm, who do I like better, Keldor or King Randor? Okay, yes. Yeah, so number four, Keldor. I've never been a Randor enthusiast. Number five, King Randor. Number six, that ugly colored muscle thing. Wow. I excluded Evil Lynn too because really I need to see her in person. Yeah. Need to see her in person. Well, I will say I do love the He-Man statue and all, but I yeah, love him more me, if he was no in 80s colors. Oh, good God. But he's not in <laughs> 80s colors, is he not? This is not the 1980s. You know, you know, my tagline on the message boards is stuck in 1985. That really needs to be yours. <laughs> I love 1985. As I do I. I love yeah. the 80s. <laughs> Strikes back. I would love to go back and live I love through 85. the 1980s again. Hi, I'm but John, and I love right 1985 now, because that's when the <laughs> Horde came out. Right now, right now, we're not living in the 80s, so I have no problems with the new Masters the way it is. So I'm I not pining away 80s. for classic colors. And I love classic uh, colors. Thanks. I love the classic, and I love the new, and I can love them both. Hey, and I'm guys, he nervous. just said he loved the new adventures. He, he said he loved the new. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks for listening. I'm John Callis, <laughs> also known as The Shadow. <laughs> I am Josh the Lion Court, also known as Lion Court and the lover of the classic masters. <laughs> <laughs> the new masters. <laughs> the new masters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I'm Katie Gashi, also known as Rainbow Brains. Good, Good journey! Day. I'm gonna get one of those little gaping machines. <laughs> <laughs> that like cuts out and it's like.